difference. But uh, a couple of things here before we uh, get a little crazy out there. Uh, Dave Scholl telling it like it is NBA Finals. Um, you know, the reason we're the best in this program, again, dead ass right for three or four weeks, I've been telling you that Draymond Green should not be covered. The other night, two for 12, telling you again, should not be covered. Very few people out there understand the concept that you don't have to cover everybody. When you do, then you got a problem. But why cover Draymond? Make him beat you. I don't know why teams haven't done this in the past. This is why the Celtics coach seems to be way ahead of the game. Don't cover him. Take his defender, stick him at the foul line, have him cheat, bump cutters, whatever you got to do, get him in and out of the lane, make him shoot. Hey, maybe Draymond goes out tonight. I still wouldn't cover him. He's your best option. Right, Looney's not going to take a shot anyway, but Draymond's out front handling the ball. Back off, bump cutters, do what you got to do. And they did that. And uh, two for 12, not typical Draymond game. Draymond puts his foot in his mouth, says, thinking about other things. Great job. Other thing why we're great, called that the other night. Next thing we called in this program, been talking for weeks about a shorter season. What's Adam Silva do this week on the State of the NBA, the NBA Finals he does every year? Talks about a shorter season because of the injuries. Except Adam hasn't figured out the right way to go about it yet. Well, as we have 70 games, no back to backs, but then no load management. Both sides sign off on it. I don't want to hear any about load management bullshit. If you have to sit out games, you got to go on a DL for X amount of days and make it like the other pro sports where you got to go on a DL for X amount of time. You're out, then we're out for 10 days. You're out, we're out for 15 days, we're out for 20 days. Sign it into the contract. Healthier players, better basketball for the softer group of players. And we can find a way to keep more healthy players in the NBA playoffs. And to me, that's the way to go. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Just a couple of stats. And um, another thing we like to talk about in the program, no bigger adjustment is made in NBA Finals history between Game 1 and Game 2. Every year between Game 1 and 2 of the series, you see the biggest adjustments, especially when you have two days off in between games. So it's uh, it's kind of crazy. But People always over overreact. It's like uh, game one of the NFL season. People overreact and, you know, it's uh, it's crazy. But the NFL season, you know, it's it's a different thing. We're trying to make the playoffs and things like this. This is obviously best of seven, so people do get excited. But just a couple of reminders here about some statistics here. Teams that win the first game for best of seven series went 76.6% of the time, uh, 393 and 120. Teams that win the first game of a best of seven series at home usually win 85% of the time. Funny though, teams that win the first game of a best on seven series on the road only win 60, 52.6% of the time. That's, that's a little crazy, but we've seen that before. And uh, obviously these numbers mean nothing because the Suns got up to nothing last year and then got thoroughly trounced. But uh, game one, you know, some interesting stuff. Uh, you know, there's always the, would you have thoughts when you play games and you look at a stat sheet after a game, whether it be high school, college, pro, whatever it is, there's always tales there. Well, most games, there's tales there that tell you that why a team won, but some nights there's multiple tales there and they balance each other out. So for example, 15 out of 23 from Holford smart and others from the three point line uh, for the Celtics. And that's not something that uh, you would anticipate. Um, but at the same time, you got to ask yourself, is Steph going to go off and get six threes in the first quarter? Uh, so, again, there's always those things. Would you, who would have thought you lost if the Warriors are up 15 at home in the third quarter? 
who would have thought the Celtics would score 40 in the fourth quarter and the Warriors would only score 16. So again, you play these who would have thought it games, but you know what? It doesn't matter. Sometimes stat sheets reveal themselves and they give you a look into why teams win. Usually it's turnover battle, shooting percentages, and this night is no different. Uh, but you can't get all panicked if you're the Warriors. You are up 15 in the third quarter. Uh, just to say two things, though, both times that Curse took out Steph Curry, the Celtics came back. They came back in the first half down 10 when Steph went out, they started the run. And the other night he goes out, they're up 12, comes back in, I believe they're up five. So uh, some tough situations there. Uh, Steve's going to catch a little heat for that because they know you have an extra day off. I'd play him a little longer. You can sit there and you just hide behind the bullshit cowardness of uh, this is our rotation. This is what we do. Uh, usually coaches say that when they're full of crap. Uh, but, you know, Steve's been focusing on other things lately. Maybe he fell asleep at the switch. Stay slept, Steve. Uh, so the thing is, they lost. Uh, so, but then again, who the thoughts again? Tatum goes three for 17. Who do you think you can win a game like that? But has 13 assists. Can't beat that. So, again, strange statistical lines here uh, as we look at the stats here. Rebounds are even. And people talk about the size of the Celtics bothering so much of the Warriors. Well, the, the battle of the boards was even. I think in the size that they're talking about here, though, is the size of the fact that they don't really have anybody to guard Tatum or Brown. And that brings me to my one of my very big points that nobody's talking about. I don't think Clay's totally back on a defensive end of the floor. He's been streaky on the shot, but don't forget Clay was a great defender. And so I don't know if he's back enough yet. Um, no one seems to be stopping uh, Brown in transition, always going right, all playoff. No one seems to be stopping that. And Brown really got them off the schneid the other night in the fourth quarter. He got them to start coming back. But as we like to say, though, again, we're a little scattered him, all excited for game two here tonight. Uh, the assists, the Warriors, who averaged six more assists a game during the season, I believe, uh, had nine less assists the other night. And again, a lot of ISO ball, didn't really run their screens, didn't get a, during those runs. How you not get a pin down for Steph? How you not get a pin down for Clay? This is not that difficult when you got great shooters like that. And people crushing Poole, you know, for the meat of that game, Poole is two for five. What would you like him to do going two for five with five shots? Now, yeah, should he take more shots? Well, don't forget he's two for five. They didn't get him the ball enough. But again, Warriors usually have a great passing game usually the team that runs the best offense in the league. A lot of isolation basketball, a lot of Steph handing the ball off to him behind the screen, but not running a lot of their movement game. Warrior movement game was not run the other night. Both teams, eight and seven steals, six blocks. Warriors, 14 turnovers, Celtics, 12 turnovers. But here's the big difference. Celtics shoot 50% for the game. Warriors shoot 44%. And that's the big difference. Celtics shoot 51% from three. Warriors shoot a great percentage themselves, 42.2. Celtics just outshot him, 81.3 from the free throw line. Warriors lost all three shooting battles by significant amounts, 6%, 9%, and 8%. And there's your ball game right there. There's your game right there, and that's why the Celtics come out on top by 15 in a game like that. It's, it's not going to be hard to figure. Actually, by 12, 120 to uh, 108. So, uh, you know, some interesting stuff in that game there. Uh, if you want to look at the box scores from the other night, Let's look into this a little bit, see what we get. Let's get that box score up here. Where'd it go, man? Where'd my box score go? It's pissing me off. <laughs> uh, games. All right, let's go find that. So let's go back to the game here. Game one. It's interesting. That was a great game the other night. A lot of fun. I wouldn't say it was greatly played, but what the hell? I enjoyed it. 
Here's the box score for the game. Uh, Tatum, like we said, three for 17, five for seven from the free throw, five boards, 13 assists, plays 41 and a half minutes. Al Horford was the stud of the night, nine for 12. Uh, you don't expect him to go six for eight from three. Jalen Brown, I mean, talks about a monster game, but, you know, Jalen shoots 10 for 23 and two for eight from three. So I, I can't say it's a monster game as the uh, boys are texting me like crazy here. Seven boards, five assists, you know, shooting 10 for 23 is not a monster game, but by today's standards, it is four turnovers for Jalen too, a couple of travels. He was excited. Here's the guy, Marcus Martin, Derek White, seven for 11, six for 11. Now, if they're going to shoot like that, we got problems. But if Clay's not back, you're going to still get those open shots. I think you'll see a little more uh, zone maybe tonight from Steve. And uh, we'll see what happens. They showed a little bit the other night. Grant Williams, 0 for 2, three boards, three assists. Pritchard's been great, 3 for 4, 2 for 3 from 3. It's been excellent. So you, you got to you gotta just love what you've seen out of him. 2 for 3, 5 for 3, got 11. Got 17 for 25 from the 3 for those four guys right there. And even these chips in, 1 for 1 from 3. Good to see him get back in the game again. Great, great, great uh, game for those those shooters wide open. I thought Wiggins was very solid. Uh, eight for 15 from the floor. You don't expect it at a wig, but again, uh, minus 11 on the uh, plus minus, but that was late. Draymond, two for 12. Okay, four threes, 0 for three from the free throw line. Two of the three, three uh, free throws he missed during that run where they had a 12-0 run, I believe, and he missed two free throws. That was huge. Five assists, three turnovers, 11 boards. Give him credit for that. Looney, I thought was pretty good, but again, one for four, not not a guy you can rely on a bucket. You got to get a lob center. And this is where they miss Weisman there. I mean, a uh, great player. Clay Thompson, six for 14, three for seven, but again, not the same player on the defensive end of the floor. I don't know uh, how we're going to handle that. Steph, 12 for 25, solid game. Here's another thing fans in this country have just lost their freaking mind. So people try to call that a choke game. Guy had 34 points, five assists, and five boards. If that's a choke game, I hope he chokes every night if you're a Warrior fan. But people have these stupid-ass narratives. You can tell they never competed, played, or coached a goddamn thing in their life at a high level and never won a damn thing. You go 34-5-5 five and five and lose a game, it's not you see all these stupid comparisons in these basketball Facebook groups. These people are absolutely just ridiculously stupid. Talk about how he never wins anything without Durant. Well, he won a final before Durant got there, and yeah, with Durant there, they're even better. Now with Durant's not there, they're not as good. Durant can get his own shot. Steph getting his own shots a little bit different. It's usually a step back three or shoots one of those really impossible floaters. KD just does the pull-up J at about a seven-foot-one wingspan, and nobody can stop that. Uh, Jordan Poole, two for seven. Like I said, two for five in the meat of the game. But again, 25 minutes, so he gives options. Otto Porter. When Otto Porter and Iggy go seven for nine between them and five for six from three-point line between them, who would have thought that the Warriors would lose that game? And again, we'll go back to who your thoughts. Who would have thought? Well, here's Porter and Iggy played great. Iggy looked like he never missed a beat. Three assists for Iggy, of course. And to me, one of the smartest players that ever played this game. So I don't Porter play well. Uh, I think you'll see Kaminga tonight. I think they need a little bit more size. For some reason, even though the battle of the board was the same, you might see Gary Payton tonight, uh, the second. But again, where are you going to put him on offense? And a big problem is what are you going to do with Poole and Steph out there together? And I think that that's the problem. I think you got to give Marcus Smart whatever room he has. I don't think, again, Marcus shot well the other night, but I'd still try to, you know, Marcus is too strong for either Steph or Poole to guard. So give him space, try to use some length. All right. So Steph is a little tall that him, but use some space and length and make Marcus go over the top of you instead of going three against Marcus Smart is beast, as we all know. So uh, Marcus seven for 11, five rebounds, four assists, two steals, typical Marcus Smart game. 
just uh, really, really, really incredible how he's uh, matured in the league. And like I said, Peyton Pritchard play well. So very, very, very exciting uh, time to watch these NBA finals tonight. Should be, should be a lot of fun to go with game two, but again, shortening the season. We talked about that on here. Now the NBA is talking about, we talked about not guarding Draymond. Draymond goes two for 12. I'm telling you, that's the way to go. Don't guard Draymond. I would back off a smart. If Draymond's going to beat you over the top in a series, go ahead, beat me. At least I'll know that, you know, you took the best option we had and you beat it. When a team takes the best option you have and beats it, that's a tough break. Uh, and you could tip your cap to a team and you could live with it. But making Draymond shoot, and if, if, I'm, if I'm the Celtics, I hope he hits his first three-pointer tonight. Because then he'll, he'll remember that one. He'll go for one for the next six and wind up going like two for seven from three. And that's a positive. He's their best rebounder, too, and that keeps him away from the basket. I would like to see a little more Warriors motion tonight from the Warriors standpoint. They got to get back to running their offense, just not doing dribble handoffs to Steph. They got to get back to that pin down game and some of those great sets they run where Steph gets the hockey assist because he gets doubled off the pick and roll at the top. We hit Draymond in the lane. He penetrates and he throws a lob, but here's the problem. Looney's not the same lob catcher. All right. You know, Weisman would have been better at this. Weisman, Weisman, we don't know how plans for today, but Game ones, people always overreact, and we'll see who makes the adjustments tonight. We'll see what they do if, if the Celtics are backing off Draymond again. And the Warriors, we'll have to see maybe what the Celtics do if they if they try to change the rotations and try not to leave these guys open. If they try not to leave them open, it's going to force somebody to cover Tatum one-on-one. It's going to force them also to cover Brown one-on-one, and Brown has been getting to the rack whenever he wants. You could do that. You could try to give – not a lot of help coverage and try to keep them in front, but I don't think physically they're strong enough. And that's what I was saying before. I don't think clay is healthy enough. Wiggins obviously could take one or the other, but I think Tatum is a little bit too big to cover, be covered by Wiggins. I think you got to put another step and take a guy like clay and see if he's back enough. He's a little bit taller. See if he can handle Tatum actually isn't a tall, but he's a little bit thicker, a little bit stronger, but you got to do something. It's a strange matchup for the Warriors, but again, don't overreact to game ones. And like I said, we'll see what happens tonight as far as, you know, I look uh, for the Warriors to come out and throw a nice little haymaker and see what happens. Uh, you know, the Celtics got to be ready for that emotional barrage. And uh, that's something that always comes up in these games. But I don't think you should panic. I don't think you should overreact. And I think that people just got to relax and uh, not panic if you're a Warrior fan. And the fans online, 34, 5, and 5 is a choke. I mean, do you realize that they think that if their player doesn't win the game, you automatically didn't do a good job? Well, it means you lost, but sometimes you play a good game and you lose. Now, great. Granted, Steph wasn't great in that run by the Celtics. But again, I believe a lot of them on the Warriors bench, they did not get a lot of motion. They didn't get a lot of uh, touches touches off down screens and open shots. And even in the first half, when Steph got hot in the first quarter, those were off of miscommunications. You go back and watch that first quarter when he hits the six threes. Those are mismatches. A couple have been transition when nobody's near him. You're not going to get those kind of looks. Now, granted, he only had 13 in the last three quarters, and that's the problem. He's got to be better than that as the team's best player. But it's different. It's a different, different game in the NBA playoffs and especially the NBA finals, and I really think that Odoka is a great defensive coach, obviously. So we got to see what happens here. We got to see who makes the shots. A lot of people always say it's a make-it-take-it league, and the other night sure proved that. Give up 40 in the fourth quarter, but really the bigger problem, I think, is the offense only scoring 16 in the fourth quarter. You expect better than that from the Warriors. But if you're going to sit here and blame pool for everything like people like to do, then you got to get him involved a little more, get him some sets. But I think they're afraid of having him and Steph out there, like I said before, because of the defensive end of the floor. Either way, should be a lot of fun. And uh, that'll be wrapping it up here.